Welcome to the Victor Collins Sabre podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. For a few minutes, I'll preach. Second Kings chapter thirteen, verse fourteen. We are, we are now doing church. You can look around and see that we are now doing church. We're just starting here for three years but that's all preparation we just started yeah. second kings chapter 13 and verse 14 now elijah was falling sick of a sickness whereof he died <laughs> even a great man of god sickness kills him <laughs> and joash the king of israel came down unto him and wept over his face and said, Oh, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And Elisha said unto him, Take bow and arrows. And he took unto him bow and arrows. And he said to the king of Israel, Put thine hand upon the bow, And he put his hand upon it. And Elisha put his hands upon the king's hands. And he said, open the window eastward. And he opened it. Then Elisha said, shoot. And he shot. And he said, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance and the arrow of deliverance from Syria. But thou shalt smite the Syrians in Afek till thou have consumed them. And he said, take the arrows. And he took them and he said unto the king of Israel, smite upon the ground. And he smote thrice and stayed. And the man of God was angry or was wroth with him and said, thou shouldest have smitten five or six times. Then Hast thou smitten Syria till thou hadst consumed it? Whereas now thou shalt smite Syria but thrice. And Elisha died and they buried him. And the bands of the Moabites invaded the land at the coming in of the year. Verse 19. Another version. The man of God was angry with him and said, you should have struck the ground five or six times. Then you would have struck down Aram until you had put an end to them. But now, you will only strike down Aram three times. Now, I want to encourage you to do a little bit more. 
So my message is, can't you do a little more? Can't you do a little more? A little bit more, rather. Can't you do just a little bit more? Can't you do just a little bit more? Verse 18 of 2 Kings chapter 13. Verse 18. The Bible says, Then Elisha said, Take the arrows. So he took them and he said to the king of Israel, Strike the ground. So he struck the ground three times and stopped. Many of you have done things for a few years and you have stopped. Can't you do just a little more? You used to bring people to church. But you did that for just a few years. You have stopped. There's a revelation in this verse. Because the stopping actually became a, a, a limitation or if you want to call it a curse for the person. The king of Israel. Because when you look at the next verse, he said that what? Verse 19. He says, um, the man of God was angry with him and said, you should have struck the ground five or six times. Why do you stop at three? Why do you for three years and you stop? Then he says that for the fact that you have stopped before it was supposed to stop, he says, you, 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 if you have done it five or six times, you would have struck down your enemies and put an end to them. Many people don't understand how or what it means to do something until the end. Yeah. You have to be faithful to the end. You cannot be faithful for a season, for a time, for a few years. You cannot be doing the things that you are doing for a few years and relax and stop. If you look at me, I've been doing this for 18 years. I was explaining this yesterday at the enlargement service. I said, if you can't, I've been, I've been doing what? Preaching every Sunday for 18 years. That's, that's a, a year has 52 Sundays. So take out your calculator. Calculate 52 times 18. That's the Sundays. How many days is that? 52 days by 18. 900, 936 Sundays. Add times three. That is Tuesdays and let's say Thursdays. Times four and add Fridays. So just for the, for the sake of argument, I want to show you how many days I've been doing what I'm, I've been doing? What's the total? 936 by, by 4? By 4. 3,744 
days. 3,744 days I have been doing this thing. How long have you been doing this thing? And you, you've already stopped. You've already stopped dancing. At, at this your age, at this your cockroach age, where you have not seen anything yet in life, you have stopped giving yourself to God as if it is an advantage. The king of Israel, he did it three times. Only to realize that he will just conquer his enemies for just a, a few years. Then after that, they will conquer him. If he had just struck the ground five or six times, he would have put them completely to an end. If you would dance until you are 54, maybe all the cast that was supposed to follow you will not follow you ever. There is something ahead of you. And you're doing what you're doing is what was continued to suppress that thing. You're stopping what you are doing for this. You see, you are hard ears. Your ears are hard. But you will see the hard ears. You see it. Because remember, the king, Elijah didn't tell him by force, strike five or six. He told him, shoot. So it is up to you. But you have to understand that when you have the chance, you should give yourself. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. How long have you been doing what you, what you are doing in the church? You've already stopped. As you have stopped, so will your enemies not stop. It's, it's right there. It, it, it's not me saying it. Though. Bishop is cursing me. me. Me me, cursing you. The prophet told the man, you had the will, the freedom to shoot up at five. Say, why did you stop at three? Why only three? When you are strong, you have arrows, you can shoot them a number of times. Why did you stop singing after two years? Why did you stop dancing? When I see some of you little children who don't want to dance again, I'm sorry for you. It's like, it's like you, you, are doing, you are doing somebody something and you, are, you feel good about it. Learn this. If only you can do a little bit more. Because let me tell you, there's a problem coming. It may be a year from now. It will be three years from now, but that problem will mash you. It will mash you. It is your service to God over the years. That is what is supposed to have pushed the thing away. That's why the Bible says that these things were written for our examples. That when we see it, we say, hey, if I stop after three years, is this what is going to happen to me? Oh yeah, that's what is going to happen to you. Look at the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The stories are the same. So, what, what, what do you think if John said, Matthew have written, written something, so I will also not write something. John came to write a little bit more. It is through John that we know of the good shepherd in John chapter 10. It is through John that we know that Jesus wept. 
John came and added just a little bit, but it, it, it makes a big difference. The rich man and Lazarus, the prodigal son, is Luke who came and he introduced us to that story. Matthew didn't talk about it. John didn't talk about it. Mark didn't talk about it. So if everybody had said, oh, Mark was writing the gospel, so let me also not write anything. It's been done anyway. There are so many singers. There are so many dancers. There are so many whatever. And so it's okay for me to say that. If they had carried that mind, there were so many things we would not have been introduced to. Can't you do just a little bit more? A little bit more. A little bit more. Just a little bit more. A little more bit longer. Another year. Another two years. Three years more. Serve God. Be a home servant. Bring people to church. Just a little more. It's a revelation. He said, then, give me the news. Give me the, he said, then hadst thou smitten Syria till you have consumed it. Syria was the enemy of the king of Israel. You have enemies. Some of you, the, the demons in your, in your bloodline, they are waiting until you are 30 years old. Change the version. Change, change, change your version. Unless your thing has frozen. Are you following? You're a kid. You don't, you don't know anything. That's why you're behaving the way you're behaving. That's why I said here that those who feel proud and left, okay, as pastors and all of that, if they were only humble to follow me, even follow me, Mr. Nobody, at least they will also have a big church like this with tiles. <laughs> they would have also been preaching for 3,744 days. They, they, could, they, could, they couldn't get to 1,000. They couldn't get to 1,000. Even if you follow me uh, and nobody here, somebody who is nothing, if, if you follow me, you have pastors. You have churches, you have money, you have cars, you have buildings. If you just follow me, a stupid old man. It's because they couldn't follow and do a little bit more. They are somewhere now. And you are here. And God wants you to learn something. Those of you who are quick to leave things, who are quick to stop doing things, you're a child. Let those foolishness get out of your heart. Because I'm telling you, you are now growing. You have not seen anything. And the things that you are going to do now for the Lord is going to push the king of Syria. It's going to push your enemy far, far. When you stop, it comes forward. When you continue, it pushes him far. It pushes him away. It pushes him further. When you stop, he comes. Can you imagine if I stop preaching now? <laughs> you know the problems that will come? Then other things will now begin to come into my life. The time that I spend here, other things will take that time. 
Before you realize, you, you've become a byword and a proverb. You know what a proverb and a byword is? People look at you and say, this person? He went to church a long time. Look at how useless he has become. And there are many of the people who are, who are going to be like that. They are on the way to be like that. And you look at them and say, so all the years you went to church, is this, what, is this how you have ended? You have become useless. You, 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 you become good for nothing. You, 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 do you want to be good for nothing? Then continue in what you are doing. There's no benefit in stopping. If there's benefit in stopping, we would have stopped to show you that you do it for a while and you stop. <laughs> Why have you not stopped going to work? <laughs> Why have you not stopped your mind? Why have you not told your, 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 your husband that, you're, that I don't want you anyway? It's five years, it's okay. Why have you not stopped eating? Why have you not stopped doing your hair and doing all the things you do? Why, why, you, why don't you stop breathing? Even la- ladies teach us something that even as a woman, you need a little bit more to look better. Yeah, you have to, something, something more. A little lipstick. Some of them is a little glasses. Just some glasses. <laughs> then they look like some intelligent girls. <laughs> yeah. 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 A little inch to your hair, and then you're different. A little powder on your face, then you're different. Yeah, a little heel, and then you look different. You take off the heels of you, how you, you, you don't look attractive at all. Your leg is flying all over the place. Can't you do just a little bit more. I am, I am affected really by how the enemy would not... You see, it's not like God is not powerful. No, it's like you have written your will by your actions and by your decisions. Okay? Are you there? Yeah. All of you, everybody here, I want to advise you that you can still do a little bit more. But if you don't want to do a little bit more, that's okay. But learn from this scripture that something is coming, that something is waiting for you. I'm telling you, you'll be you you diminish, you disappear, you will not be anymore if you stop doing what you are doing. Syria, then you would have struck Aram until you had put an end, an end, until it was entirely destroyed. Entirely. It means that when you stop halfway, Titus, there is still a, a, a couple more enemies waiting. Sometimes deliverance is like that. When you're doing deliverance, you can get tired. Some of the demons, they can be very, very, very stubborn. He said, come out! Come out! Come out! At the point, you realize that the place is quiet. The person is calm. He said, you know what? I'm sweating too much. I think that the demon is gone. No, two more. There are two more. <laughs> there are two more devils. 
and they are hiding. If you could have just persisted for another half an hour, you could have gotten rid of the two. Entirely. What is ringing in my ears is what is ahead of you that you don't know about. Tandy, do you know next year what's going to happen next year? No. It is the dancing you are dancing that is keeping that thing far. It's keeping it far. It's keeping it far. Look at the people who stopped dancing and, and stopped the church. You can see how they've changed. That thing that was looking for them, it has now become manifest because they couldn't work to push that away. I said, if we, if we try things and we stop, I would have stopped doing some things. Yeah. God told Moses, if you had not hit the rock, you would have gone to Canaan. If, if, if only you had just restricted exercise of self-control. With how these people, they're disgusting. If you had just exercised a little more patience. You will have finished your journey. I started with you. I wanted to end with you. But you cut your destiny short. But I decided to hit the rock when I said speak to the rock. Strike it. You strike it three times. This is a woman who Elijah uh, 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 was blessing. Who said uh, she owes a lot of people. And she needs oil and all of that. Elijah said go and borrow pots. Go and borrow pots. Bring it. She went to borrow a few. And when he came, he, he just blessed the pot and he was filled with oil. And he went to borrow one. And, and then he said, oh, the pots are finished. Elijah said, I finished? Okay. Go and say what you have. And if she had continued to bring a lot of pots, she would have gotten a lot of oil like that. Why do you stop doing what you are doing in the middle of the way? You are blocking something that God wants to bring your way. <laughs> God wants us to continue. That's why he brought us here to canal number two. He wants to continue to do more. That's why he's given us a church with a lot of space. I am embarrassed that we don't have even enough church to get to the end of the church. I told Pastor Gavis, we are going to buy chairs. <laughs> the children's church is still there. <laughs> That's why here. We've come to big people place now. We want to arrange the chairs to the end. And you wait and see. It will be filled row by row. Row by row, row by row. I'm telling you, it's going to be filled. Practically, we're going to see people from the frontier all the way to the back. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. I believe it. It's going to happen. That's why he brought us here. He wants us to continue because he has not finished with us. And those who who look back, those who will not continue, Aram, Syria is waiting for you. believe it. We are going to have swollen Sunday and people will sit. On there. I'm, sure, I'm sure God is saying he said, I'm sure God told uh, Michael and Gabriel, he said tell him to hold on. I want, he, said, he, can't, he can't have those people come and see the floor. They will go back. They won't come again. So, so he doesn't know that I will do it when the tiles are laid. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm you. I'm saying that even with all our we don't know how to clean us. Look at this place. Even after church, we have to clean and lock up our cathedral. 
they will be on the fire for all kinds of meetings. Otherwise, when we do all kinds of meetings, you won't finish. Now you can't just go home. If you go home, it's three times you are shooting. Because when I came, I came here yesterday. It was a big lady. It was a lady pastors. It was a lady pastors who were wiping the floor. And some big, big, big women, the older women around, they were the ones. I was surprised because I thought they were going to mobilize the little, little, little girls. They said, no, 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 no. And I came as a matured woman. They were here cleaning, wiping, cleaning, wiping, cleaning, wiping. Look at still how the place is like. You should turn into a masjid. <laughs> yeah, you know, we have, we have to conquer this one. And the conqueror of this comes with doing the grounds also. So all the dirt will leave your shoes by the time you jump in here. And, 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 and I know that God is saying, man, hold on, man. Call this, hold on. Why you understand what's going on? You continue to do just a little bit more. <laughs> continue to do a little, bit, a little bit more. When the tile is finished, you're going to see what, what I'm going to do. Maybe he wants us to buy our chairs from China and arrange our fancy chairs here. You see, let me, let me show you this, my verse that I've been using for a few days now. Matthew chapter 22, verse 29. <laughs> Matthew chapter 22, and verse 29. Listen to what the Bible says. Jesus replied, your mistake is that you don't know the scriptures. That's your mistake. Hey, what's that? Hey, I'll pour oil on you. <laughs> Are you reading the verse with me? Jesus replied that what? Your mistake is that you don't know the scriptures. That's why you have stopped doing what you used to do. That's why what you used to do is not important to you. Because you don't know that an enemy is coming for you. Because I don't think if you know that when you stop something, an enemy will come for you, 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 you will stop. You won't stop. You will not stop. I'll give you the example of one of the uh, oldest lady pastors around. I'm sure if it was some, somebody, they would say, Bishop, you know my situation. Bishop, you know. Bishop, you know in the night it's difficult to drive. Bishop, you know, must pray for me. God is watching. God is looking. You think God can carry you? God can bring you. God can take you. If only you believe a little bit more. This thing that we are doing, there is no benefit in doing something and stopping halfway. I said, we would have shown it to you. We would have. If that was the way, if, if our knowledge of the scriptures was, was, was that, we'll show you. 
Spot seven, we finish, we give it to Raphael, and then we've retired. Now look at what we've got. We've come to a bigger. And it, it, it takes a lot of work to, to feel this is bigger. <laughs> and then my people, just this, this, was it? We started preaching, I started preaching what? Monday night. I've been preaching every day since Monday. Yeah. Preaching. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning, Sunday, and I'm going to be here. And my people, they are sleeping. They say it's been a very hard week. I said, that's the week you should have all the time. Your week should be so busy with the things of God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Those half, half day, part time, freedom kind of thing with God, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Can you do a little bit more? Can you bring another two people? Can you, can you continue to bring people to church? Can you continue to dance? Can you continue to dance? Oh, you've stopped dancing. Slave. Have you stopped dancing? If you are in this church, you've stopped doing what you used to do. This is, God is talking to you today. It's not me talking to you. God is talking to you. It's a mistake because you don't know the Bible. Because if you know the Bible, you will not stop. That is why when Jesus died on the cross, he said, it is finished. He didn't say, Father, thank you for bringing this, me this far. There's nothing like far. The only far is the end. Paul said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished it. Because the God we serve does not do things and stop halfway. If God was to work with you halfway, you will never trust him. You will never believe him. You will never sing unto him. You will never worship him. You will never encourage anybody to follow that God because he's, he's, he's a God who will take you and leave you in the middle of somewhere. But, but there are songs that say that you have not brought me this far to leave me. He's the author and he finishes. So if you are not somebody who starts things and, and, and continue and finish, you don't have the spirit of God. I say you don't have the spirit of God because your nature is not the same nature as the father. It means that you are born, somebody else gave birth to you, not God. Because God starts things and he finishes them. I hope, I hope God is talking to somebody today. The choice is yours. Your mistake, your error, is that you don't know the Bible speaks about your situation. That's why you are in a situation. And your situation is serious. Enemies are going to wait for you. You see, one of the patient patient, patient people on earth is the devil. <laughs> no, no he, he has time. He's waiting for you. No, he, he, he's waiting for you. He's waiting. <laughs> he's waiting for you. He's waiting for you to stop doing what you're doing. 
He's waiting for you to say, you know, today I'm not going to church. He's waiting. He's waiting. He's waiting. He's waiting. Yeah. He's waiting. That's why the Bible calls him a wise serpent. He's wise. He's patient. If you have a snake, you, I'm sure you've heard of stories of snakes living in the water tank, the toilet, the tank. You hardly open that part. You only just press the flash and it flashes. Your number two is gone and you're happy. It's not until the flashing is not working that a plumber comes and he tries to open it to see. You, have, you can have snakes coiled up in the tank just there. They're just there. As you wake up in the morning and go to work, come back, he's there. Sleep in the night, go and sit on the toilet, read your newspaper, do your... He's there. Because he knows that the day he shows himself, that's the day he dies. <laughs> so he hides and he's patient. He can be in your house and live with you for years. You never know. And for some of you, the devil is just waiting. He knows that just now you, you get out of the church. He's waiting. He's waiting. He's causing things. He's making things happen to draw you out there. And the sad thing is that many of you don't know salvation well. So out there is an option for you. When others have escaped out there to come inside. Should I say it again? (laughs) I said, you don't know your mistake. Why you like out there is because you don't know the Bible. If you knew and you understood salvation and you knew the Bible, you understand that we are actually running away from out there to come inside. In the days of Noah, you would have been the most wisest person when he closed the door and he started reading. He said, you go in out and, 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 and lime a little bit. You would have been the most stupidest human being ever. It was those who were in the act, they were the ones who were saved. It's those who are in the church are the ones who get saved at the end of it. Those out there, they, 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 they are destroyed. They look like they are... <laughs> the distraction is out there. This is where the protection is. Your mistake is you don't know what the Bible says about your situation. That's why you like your situation. Your situation, you don't come for meetings. You don't do anything spiritual. It's like you're doing something for somebody. You're doing it for yourself. You're doing it for yourself. Whatever you do, you reap it. Whatever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. It's for you. It's you. The, the king of Israel, he just, the three arrows was for him. I'm sure when he do one, two, three, he me hand hurting. Say, uh, prophet, three, is he okay? He said, oh, it's okay. It's okay, no problem, your hand hurting, that's okay. If you had gone on, your enemies would have been finished. But because you didn't continue, it's just about one or two, three times you defeat them and they'll be there. Can you imagine what the king of Israel, the problem he was causing for even his child? Do you know the effect of your life, your decision on your child? You are not thinking that far, isn't it? You are not thinking that far. That's why your mistake is that you don't know the Bible. Because even if he was going to defeat the king of Syria for three years, what about when he dies? Then 
his son is going to fight a battle he didn't cause. How many of us children, how many of our children are fighting battles they didn't cause, they didn't create? <laughs> I was talking to Judah yesterday. And um, yeah, me, uh, Sammy, Taman, and I think uh, Joshua. And I think somebody else. Just, just us. I think it was just us. You know, so I was, I was asking him if he's, if he's born again. He said no. I said if he's, he believed in Jesus, he said no. So I carried him. I was going to throw him in the water there. He started crying. I said, do you believe in Jesus? He said yes. So I, I left him. But then when we, can't, <laughs> we came back at the foyer, we were lying and flowing. And then he said, he wants to be a baby again so that his family will love him. I think he's realized that there's more attention for the babies than him. So he wants to become a baby again. So his father will like him and love him. <laughs> If you knew what was waiting for your child by your actions. Is the scripture clear? Let's go to our second case. Elijah said, You would have finished the enemies. It means that by his actions, the enemy was not going to be finished. So whoever was going to succeed him will be fighting something that he doesn't understand that his father was supposed to finish the thing that he didn't finish. Once upon a time, his father was a dancer in the church. And one day he got vexed and said, me won't dance no more. And that decision that the man made has affected him. He doesn't even know the problem, the cause of this problem. All he knows is that things are not working. How many of us are not like that? How many of us don't even know what happened before we came? We don't know what happened before we came. Some of the things we are going through, we have no idea. God knows it. God knows that it was your grandfather who didn't do something. That is why you are going through what you are going through. Do we want to repeat those things? Because we don't know the scriptures? Even Judah wants to go back and become a baby. <laughs> for more love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ask your neighbor, are you following what the, what the bishop is talking about? Can't you do just a little bit more? Why do you stop what you are doing? Why? Why? I, I, was, I was analyzing it. When we built the church, I built it with teenagers and people in their 20s. <laughs> yeah. When you come to the church, you were, you were little. Yeah. And because you were little, you were more obedient. Now you become a big woman. Yeah. So you don't do the things that you used to do when you were younger. It was your youthfulness I built this church on by the grace of God. Yeah, Gavin was slim. 
<laughs> now, the younger ones that have come around, they are not doing the things you used to do when you were younger, including you who is old now. It's true. It's true. The people are working. Samuel, how old are you? 20s. You're in your 20s. Yeah. 20s. Still, you're in your 20s. Yeah. Young people. You're a teenager. You came out in 11 years old. When I said, go and call this person, you go and call. Now you're a big woman. With glasses. Big woman. Yeah. <laughs> big woman. Think about it. Yeah. This church, Lighthouse Chapel, all night, Sport 7. Blah, 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 blah. You, were, you, were, you were 18 years younger. You were 15 years younger. You were 12 years younger. You had energy. Now, now you turn old woman all of a sudden. You can't even come and clean the church. You have stopped what you're doing. When it's not even age for retirement yet. <laughs> How old are you? Well, then you are retiring now. Yeah. David. Are you there? Yeah. Don't retire in your chair. It's true. Now we have a group of young people who are not willing. It's true. They're not willing. You know the, dif- the difference between Cain and Abel? Abel did a little bit more. He brought an animal instead of a, a salad. Carrots. Bora. Abel said, you know what? I, I want to take, take a sheep. I want to do a little bit more. At the end of the day, Cain was bored. And don't wait until you are bored. And who are you going to be bored with? You have to be bored with you. It's you who didn't do what you're supposed to do. It's you who relaxed. It's you who said, I, I, I don't have to do all of this. It's too much. I'm tired. This late night, late night thing is enough. It's enough. Late night is coming to you in your life. Stand to your feet, my time is up. <laughs> For booking and more information on the Ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592-691-5301 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. God richly bless you. <laughs>